And that time alone just felt so isolating that it makes it feel more like communal in retrospect to be like, this is something we were all experiencing. Welcome back to another episode of All Books, Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And Chasley is bringing a book to us today. It is called Our Country Friends by Gary Steinhardt. How about you tell us a little bit about it? I am actually going to give you just kind of the little blurb that they gave because it was so very much exactly what it is. Eight friends, one country house, four romances, and six months in isolation. It is a pandemic novel, um, oh. which I have been searching out uh, pretty much nonstop. I'm actually, I actually just finished another one too, so maybe eventually we'll do an entire pandemic novel podcast of all of the ones that I've been able to find. Um, I remember even like in the first months of the shutdown here, like being like, you know. This is going to provide some good fiction. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I was reading, I was, well, I was reading a um, pandemic novel at the time when everything shut down. And I was like, this isn't quite right, but. That's funny. <laughs> like, you were close. <laughs> so is the pandemic a player in this particular? Yeah. Um, I, and honestly, like the pandemic is, but for the first half of it, what it really only feels like is that the, the shutdown of everything is, mm-hmm. is the main driving force. Um, and so, um, I mean, it's March 2020, um, yes. and um, the the calamity is unfolding. Um, they all gather together in this, like, it's like a series of little cabins that this one couple owns. And so they bring in all of these people from their past who were important to them and be like, look, you know everything is shutting down. If we gather together now, we can go through the pandemic together in this safe place, enjoy each other's company, and it'll make it a lot more pleasant for all of us. So you have, like, this unlikely kind of cast of characters. You have um, the Russian couple who owns the the series of cabins. Um, their um, eight-year-old daughter who um, is ex- obsessed with K-pop. Um, and so, like, throughout the story, she, like, learns random Korean phrases from one of the other people who are staying there and will just, like, <laughs> shout them out, like, just all the time, which is very <laughs> hilarious. Um, a struggling Indian-American writer, a wildly successful Korean-American app developer, a global dandy is what they call him with three passports, <laughs> an essayist from the Carolinas, and a movie star who they refer to through the entire book as the actor in capitals, um, whose arrival just upsets everything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, which it, that's so, so fantastic. I love that it's like this. This it's like this gathering of people from all over the world and all of like these very different kinds of backgrounds and careers and everything. And it's almost like um like it reminds me of a locked room mystery. Mm-hmm. Not in that like you don't know who killed somebody. Because actually nobody gets murdered in this one. This was a huge surprise. Um, putting all these people together. <laughs> but you know, like that's that's who the cast is. You don't have, you know, any kind of like influence from the outside besides you know like what's happening mm-hmm. on tv do they have any like supply shortages or anything like that nope they are very well prepared got a good wine cellar um well, one of the paper knows they cook. need <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to remember what what march 2020 was like um so these are these people are all related to each other 
do they all know each other? Is it all through one person who knows them all? No, they um the novelist who owns the thing. Um everybody knows him. Okay. Um and so they are all but they don't all know each other. And okay. so like um some of them are his childhood friends. Um one or two of them were his students. Um I don't even honestly remember where he comes in with the actor. I think he was trained to get like a screenplay published and so they were they had met. Um and so he's like, "Yeah, all 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 you people come stay with me." And they bubble together. <laughs> bubble together. Exciting. So is there cabin fever? They're all in cabins together for long periods of time. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I mean, like, sort of, but, like, it's it, there's kind of enough variety there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, honestly, if you're going to plan to be locked down with a bunch of people, get locked down with a bunch of people who all have, like, their own individual. That is yeah. true. Yeah, they they can all at least go to their own individual cabins and just be like, don't come. It's not a, is a it Big days. Brother? It's not that situation. Where yeah, you, where they're to... in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> What was really familiar about it was especially like in the beginning, there's like this uncertainty. Like they come home and they shower because they don't know, you know, like do do I douse everything with bleach? Do mm-hmm. what do I have to do? Because I don't really know what is going to bring contaminants here. Um, of course, once they're all settled, that kind of goes away. But they, you know, when they're just bringing in supplies in the beginning, they're like, I don't know what to do. Are we going overboard? Are we not doing enough? Yeah. Um, they talk a lot about like distancing, but also like really wanting to be with their people. And that like really felt familiar. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, you went out earlier. I super want to be close to you. However, I'm not going to be around you for two weeks. <laughs> uh, that spike of fear when somebody coughs, like somebody will cough and they'll be like, it's OK. It was just a sip of water that went down the wrong throat or, you know. Um, is it a spoiler to ask if anybody catches the virus? Like it kind of is. Okay. So put your hands over your ears. But one of them does. And um, but only one. So, well, no, two. No, wait, four. Um, it's hard to say. Like, <laughs> you know, you have to read the book to find it didn't out. It look planned it by the way you were saying it, but it sounded like, like comedically, you had planned like only one does. Wait, two. Wait, four. Because that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is what actually happens. Um, but like, I, I mean. There's a, there's a lot that happens. We'll just say that. One of them catches it bad. Um, okay, a couple okay. of them catch it and recover, but but one of them um, has has a very, very tough reaction to it. Um, oh, also, everybody gains weight. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, that is basically what happened. Yes. Yeah. Everyone gains weight. One of them buys an at-home, like, exercise machine, never <laughs> uses it really hard for, like, three months and then never uses it again. They all try to, like, develop these routines where yeah. they, like, go on a walk every day. One of them's roller skating, and you're just like, wow. <laughs> roller skating. Who knew? Who knew? Um, Did anybody develop a particularly interesting routine? Um, One of them got, like... Um, sort of conned into doing all of the cooking because they mm. were like the good chef and so I, I really felt pity for that guy yeah. I was like that's a lot that's a lot of people and a lot of cooking to do are there any more like profound changes um like yeah people may have developed hobbies but did anyone come out with like a different appreciation for life and the things that they do so sort of that's almost like the, like the point of like the novel, yeah. like because um, they all kind of deeply pro- profoundly change, mm-hmm. and some of them have um, broken relationships that have been going on for decades, um, and re- friendships that completely ended. Um, some of them have new my one true loves, and mm-hmm. um, not a lot of like you know real good hobbies developed out of it, but a lot of relationship changes and personal development. That sounds accurate. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since you have such an interesting mix of people, did you see different cultural attitudes toward what was happening? 
Um, you know what? Towards what was happening, not as much as towards each other. Like, um, you know, you have um, the people who grew up in like more crowded countries or cities, you know, don't, you know, that that isolation kind of feels a little bit different. Also, since they're all from these different places, when they watch the news, it's like places all over the world are named as like these hotspots flare up or, you know, something happens. And so like there's these moments of them all sitting around watching the news and it doesn't even like go into detail. It's like they all watched it and all you see as the reader is their reactions of like this like kind of like horror and this kind of silence and that helplessness. But um, which I think like from people who lived through it, that's so evocative of all of our experiences. I liked that it was vague. but. For people in the next couple of generations, like I kind of want I want there to be stories that are like going to tell every detail so that Mm -hmm. that stuff isn't lost, you know, in in like the communal memory. And I'm sure there will be. But um, as as somebody who lived through like those first horrible years of the pandemic, I think it like it just made for such a richer story because you're like, I identify with this. I identify with this as you're going through it. (laughs) And that time alone just felt so isolating that it makes it feel more like communal in retrospect, like to be like, this is something we were all experiencing. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the characters' names is Karen and they poke fun at her. (laughs) Um, I liked too that they knew and acknowledged that the privilege of spending the lockdown I mean, individual cabins in individual cabs almost in semi-luxury like, yeah you know they had plenty of everything um the wine drinking is so prevalent that that's actually on the cover is a glass of wine and so you're like you know what this was fine for you um that checks out i feel like during the pandemic i i was like eh, alcohol <laughs> right? what's a what's a day is fine <laughs> i mean like it's not like it's a weekend because there's not any weekends yeah every day so, is the like, weekend now the weekend. <laughs> so you did mention how possibly there were some additional romances and stuff that bloomed out of this yes and honestly there was so much like switching of partners that i couldn't even list it for you <laughs> um and it all tries to be like very like sincere but you can tell these are people who are mainly bored and um, stuck in yes. a fishbowl yes um but i mean like it does turn out that yeah some some real like lasting relationships are formed Mm -hmm. um and then of course you know there's there's an age-old scandal that nobody knew about that of course comes to light right now and so everybody is angry and taking sides it's really good like it doesn't sound like like i'm making it sound like full of drama but it's very like realistic when you're in there you're like oh my gosh yeah i would feel that way too and oh of course Mm -hmm. he did that that's totally in line with his personality yeah so i guess i'll just say the characters are well written everything (laughs) in it you're like yeah, of course. Yeah, that's just right. Did anybody forget anything key for the lockdown? Not that they mentioned um, the Wi-Fi was spotty, which was um, uh, like uh, that's a, a big problem. thing. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, um, but uh, but everybody seemed everybody seemed to do okay. Um, okay, there's this character who keeps reaching up to touch his mouth to like assure himself that he is not in like a drugged sleep with a ventilator in his mouth. And, um, like, every time he does it, I was, like, startled. I was, like, like, because that wasn't part of my experience. Like, I never thought, oh, my God, is this reality? Or am I really being, like, am I really in a drugged sleep right now? Um, but it still felt so, so real to have that worry when everything around you is falling apart. Mm-hmm. And be, like, like, oh, my God, like, just, this is real. This is real and I'm fine. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of moment of trying to, like, reassure yourself. Um, but I'm sure also at the same time you're thinking, but don't touch your face. Right, don't, don't touch, touch your, your face. mouth. <laughs> yeah, that, that is kind of, you know what? Nobody tells him not to do that and they really should have. <laughs> um, 
I would say this is not, I mean, like, it's a really fun story and it's a really good story and it will make you laugh, but it isn't an easy book. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's really heartfelt, but it's it's, like, emotionally difficult. <laughs> yeah, especially, you know, we're only two years out. Right, like, yeah, maybe in ten years you if can you don't want to, like, oh, that was great. If you don't want to live that experience so soon. <laughs> and honestly, some of those anxieties do still feel really yeah. fresh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and plus, and also because we are not at the end of it. You know, yeah. you know it's, it, I mean, we don't know how bad it's going to get again, and maybe we are past the worst of it at least, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I may not. I may not recommend recommend this to people who suffer from anxiety. <laughs> just because I mean, it's, uh, don't want to trigger it. It's so a soon bit... after. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for the rest of us who are still like processing the pandemic and who really like realistic fiction, I would absolutely mm-hmm. recommend it because just it's 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 so interesting to read about like a major world event that you experienced and then reading about it in fiction. Like I don't. I guess. I guess what a, a lot of what I've read has been historical fiction yeah. further back yeah, than, than yeah. just 2020. And I, and I can't say that we've lived through, like, a global event like that, at least not yeah. that I know of. Like, even something that people might mention is, like, 9-11, but that, as much as we'd like to think it's global, like, the only global part is that airport security changed in the United States. And that it was international terrorism. But Yeah, but other countries were just kind of like, oh, my God, that's terrible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that like, happens here all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. But um, something that we can remember and, like, feel a global sense of community about, I don't really think we have anything like that in, in my recent memory. Yeah. Um, when I read books about 9-11, the part that I identify with as the people far away sitting there watching on the news, yeah. watching it all happen and trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah. And that is the moment. And so, like, this whole book has that feel of, like, But, that. like, stretched because it's not a single <laughs> event. Yeah. It's like watching a very slow train wreck and, yes. and just tuning in every day to be like, is the train closer to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this the first Gary Steinhardt novel you've read? Yes, it is. Um, and I, I really I am going to look for more of his stuff because, um, I mean, it's a lot of characters even still for just I mean, to, to go that deep into eight people's characters and have them all like memorable yeah. and wonderful. That's that's quite a talent. Yeah. Eternals couldn't do that. Sorry. That was a very specific eternal spurn uh. <laughs> uh i'd say the absolute best thing about the book is like that that realism the process of the pandemic but also how like how it doesn't affect you how you don't stop making jokes and falling in love and telling stories about the past and worrying over your career mm-hmm. like all of that was still very like much a problem for the people in the story even as all of these world events are going on around yeah them. You always bring very thoughtful books, um, like even the sci-fi that you bring, it's very thoughtful, but it does sound like one that I, I may perhaps not, yeah, yeah. not pick up right now. And maybe one to wait if you're not quite... <laughs> It's still too fresh. Still yeah, too fresh. although like it is nice that there is a level of comedy and like camaraderie um, because that's what it was like. Like it was stressful and terrible and scary, but at the same time, like... There are a lot of really cool things that came out of it, like a lot of like content on the Internet, like stuff that you never would have had if not for these very strange and specific circumstances. Um, so I'm glad to see that like a novel version of that has come out like yeah. <laughs> no one ever would have made a novel and people have been like, oh, so realistic. A bunch of people trapped together in a, right, yeah, <laughs> a small true. cabin community. <laughs> Uh, I liked, too, how it's so much of the time. Like, um, the Korean band that she's listening to is right on the tip of my tongue, but it's, like, the top one in the world. 
BTS. Yes, BTS. (laughs) And so, like, um, and she's, like, quoting lyrics in English and Korean, and she's doing the dances, and she's dressing up in the clothes, Mm -hmm. and... um, uh, you know, the Karen joke was there, but just like how very much, um, oh, social media being a big thing. And of course, yeah. somebody dredging up something you said on social media 10 years ago and how all of a sudden that's news mm-hmm. and it's completely out of context and ruins your career. Was the actor? No, it wasn't. Actually, oh. it was somebody else. Yeah, oh, yeah. What? Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. Um, Gosh. But yeah, and I just, I... The more that I talk about this book, the more that I love it and the more that I appreciate what he was able to accomplish here because it was kind of incredible. So I definitely think that means you would recommend it. Who specifically do you think it would be good for? <laughs> um, I would recommend it to people who um, who aren't bothered by really like really, really big traumatic things happening or reading about things that have happened to them. And um, but um, also I mean, like anybody who enjoys realistic fiction and modern realistic fiction, I think would really like this because it does. It is just so much of March 2020 that it I mean, like you already feel like that nostalgia of like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, that was exactly the world in that moment. Did someone start a garden? (laughs) Um, You know what? I think they did have some stuff planted. Definitely. Um, Nobody obsessively baked bread, which I found very unrealistic. That's true. Even That's I true. Bread. Mm-hmm. Yes, Come on, absolutely. guys. I do think maybe the the types of things they did were probably a little different because they were in the cabins. Like a lot of the gardening and going outside a lot was because people were stuck in their houses. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But they're in a beautiful countryside, I assume, yes, where they can just yes. leave and meander, and it's fine. Take walks. Yeah. Everything's. Yeah. It's very nice. Okay. All right. That's all I can think to ask. Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing a thought-provoking book about a very recent history that we're all too familiar with. (laughs) And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye!